You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Outdoor Edge knows that providing a freezer full of meat is part of the reason we all hunt. And what better way to bring it full circle than to process your own wild game? Outdoor Edge provides a full lineup of traditional and replaceable blade hunting knives and complete wild game processing kits to bring your wild game from the field to the freezer. Visit OutdoorEdge.com and at checkout, enter the discount code N-A-T-I-O-N-3-0 for 30% off. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to a new episode of the podcast. It's spring. Happy spring, everybody. Spring has sprung, or at least it's trying to here in the state of Michigan. Um, Yeah, this is going to be a great episode for you guys today because if you like honest gear reviews, if you like non-biased, not sponsored, not pushing you on anything, gear reviews... This episode is for you, especially if you have a backpack trip coming up this year for uh, any kind of hunting, whether that's whitetail, elk, you know, moose, whatever it is. We give you guys, um, I actually have uh, my buddies Joel and Ben Langton on the podcast. Uh, these guys are, um, they went with me on my Montana elk hunt for rifle season last November. And uh, we, we faced some pretty uh, intense environments at times, uh, some extreme conditions, and I had these guys come and, and sit down and do a podcast with me, but bring their top three items that they thought were the most impactful uh, and was worth the extra money that they spent on it. Um, you know, if, if you like honest reviews and you like no BS, this podcast is going to be for you because we just sit down and we tell you, you know, what we what we spent money, the extra money on, and it was gear that we can't live without. So. Um, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. If you have any questions on any of the gear, feel free to DM us over at Michigan Life Outdoors on Instagram. Um, but yeah, without any further ado, here is Ben, Joel, and myself. Okay. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of the podcast. We are well. I'm sitting here in my barn um, with my longtime friends Joel Langton and his brother Ben Langton. Guys, thanks for being here. No thanks problem. Thanks for having us. Um, <clears throat> I think this is a good podcast because this time of year is a good time of year if you're planning an out-of-state trip in um, environments where you know maybe you're you're living off your pack, or whether that's for whitetail or if you're doing a, a western hunt. Um, anyways, we wanted to get this podcast out not to talk about you know, how to hunt elk because we were unsuccessful there, but (laughs) (laughs) more of less, (laughs) more of less. We used a lot of gear. We used a lot of gear and there was some gear. I thought it'd be a good podcast because, you know, if there's, um, you know, men or women, you know, hunters out there that are in our position this year, um, 
uh, like we were last year, it'd be good to talk about and give them a heads up of like three items that really stuck out to us that we were super glad that we had. And I think uh, we got a pretty good list of stuff here together that um, once we share, we're not only going to give you name brands, but prices, but model names, numbers, all that kind of stuff. And just full disclaimer, we're not sponsored by any of these products. <laughs> We've given them a shit ton of our money. So, And I was going to say that stuff that actually works in the field, not just that's I mean, right. We researched everything. Oh, like, man. So much research. But when you actually get out there to use it. I think I think my uh, famous line from being out there was uh, I'm going to write a strongly worded letter to <laughs> whoever. Yeah, work. the stuff that was breaking down on <laughs> yeah. us. Yeah. That's right. I, yeah, I was about to write about 10 letters <laughs> at the end of the trip. So um, I think we'll also we'll get together in the future um, for another podcast when we can get Brian involved. And because he was the other guy in our party and we could talk about more of like the specifics, uh, not where we hunted, but more or less like our strategy, what we thought worked what didn't work um and just some other things to go over i think it'd be cool to recap our hunt a little bit for people too and once we get brian around we yeah. can do that but um i guess i'll start it well we'll do this we'll go one item for each person okay. and then we'll go you know we'll kind of circle through that way so i'm going to start off with mine here's a big debate right uh there's another good podcast to listen to um aaron snyder's podcast um Kafaro cast. They've got some good ones on there about sleeping bags. And it's, I, I, that's my first item on my list is one thing that I'm glad I had, but if you're going to spend money in places like, and it sucks and it's like, Brian has a good quote and I've heard it before in the past, but you, you pay once you cry once. Yeah. I mean, it's worth in my eyes to get a good sleeping bag. Like, and I got, um, the name of my sleeping bag, uh, was a Cita summit is the name brand. And the model is called a Bishop Pass, and it's a zero-degree bag. Um, it is a down bag, uh, so it's got down feathers in it. And it ran me $400, which that was through REI. Um, but I didn't think that was that bad of a price for a sleeping bag. That's, yeah. but, but to the common person, yeah, that yeah. Could, that could seem like I a mean, lot. You can, yeah. you can get pretty expensive for that. Oh, dude! Uh, if you're gonna spend the money somewhere, like your sleeping one, arrangement. Yeah, is, the one night, the the night we were out there, it got <laughs> what did it get down at 15 degrees? 15 degrees. That's without the wind chill. Yeah, the yeah. wind chill. It was, was, so it was a chilly night. <laughs> yeah. So it's, so zero degree bag, four hundred dollars. I would say that's very um, middle of the road. Uh, you know, four or $500, I would have you expect to pay for a decent bag. Um, like these guys said, it, I was obviously on a sleeping pad as well, but, um, you know, in the middle of the night when it dropped down to that 15 degrees, plus the wind whipping underneath the tent and stuff like that, I was never cold. As long as I was in the sleeping bag, I was warm and I slept in my boxers. I don't know if you remember that or yeah, not. Just, yeah. I think it was just their heads that got cold. <laughs> yeah, that got and cold. I ended up waking up and putting a hat on because the rest of my body was warm, except for my head. Well, I was testing out that theory of, uh, Joel, I think you're the one that told me this. You're the warmest <laughs> when you sleep in your boxes <laughs> in there. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I don't know the about less that. The clothes you wear, the warmer you are. Anyways, I put I put that theory to test the first night, and I put my $400 to test, and I was warm throughout the night, um, other than, like Joel said, my head sticking out a little bit. Um, this, this one is a mummy style bag uh it does taper down more um just well distally but more towards your feet um and i i still have plenty of room i'm a six foot 195 pound guy 
not super broad shoulders or anything like that. And I felt like I still had plenty of room to like turn around in it, all that kind of stuff, sleep on my side. And it wasn't like too constraining. So, um, it also did have a, <laughs> well, I will say on what? that note, what? when you're buying a bag, make sure you get in it and try it out before you take it out there. Because I bought a bag and I did not fit in it. My shoulders are wide. Have you ever, if you ever seen my brother, Joel, he's gotten about the widest shoulders in the yeah. game. So Joel, Joel, Joel's always been built the way he's been built. There's no change in them, but yeah, I, yeah, that's a good point. Try your bag out. Um, keep the receipt, obviously when you guys order and stuff like that, and just make sure that you're comfortable in it, sleep in it throughout the summer on different kinds of nights. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, obviously test it out before you go out there. The one last thing I'll say about my, um, my, uh, sleeping bag is it did have, a like a hood part of it so it's like it would come up around my the back of my head and it was like very cushiony and then it has a, a, a drawstring that you can pull tighter almost it like a hood right up. exactly you can sit it right up i don't like to sleep like that what i did do was i did sleep in my stocking cap that night um that kept my head warmer um but anyways you don't have to uh pull it up around your head but it does have that option see i i have a very similar bag if not the exact same uh one i'm not really sure what mine is i bought mine secondhand but uh how many degrees it's zero. Zero. Yeah. Uh, I did have mine cinched all the way up. So pretty much my, only my mouth was out of the bag and gotcha. I stayed nice and toasty. So. Gotcha. Joel, what was yours? Um, I believe I had a synthetic, um, I was pretty happy with my bag too. The pad I think is the main thing. Uh, just make sure you get a good pad underneath you. Cause that, the two combinations is the the main thing to keep you warm. Okay, yeah. I feel like uh, then I should just roll on next for <laughs> one of my... Uh, yeah, you go next. My top one was uh, my pad, which is a Thermarest uh, Neo Air X-Lite. Uh, it was about 190 um, And it had a looks R, like value. R value of uh, 4.2. <clears throat> Which we knew it was going to be a little chilly out there, so we wanted to get at least, at least four is what I was what I was thinking. Yeah. Um. So we're talking about kind of bang for your buck. Um, when we when we came into our meeting, the four of us kind of going over what gear we had and um and <laughs> uh, what we still needed for the trip. We are comparing our stuff and Joel's. <laughs> well, I started looking at the size of these guys' pads, and I was like, why is mine the size of your guys' sleeping bag? Something's not right here. <laughs> That's big. <laughs> like, what? I would say the size of a watermelon? Yeah. It, it was, was huge. It, it was enormous. It like a third of my pack, and I'm like, this is just not going to work. Well, I ended up buying a, it was like a travel uh, pad that you can just take and throw in the back of your. Like a hotel. Yeah, like you, <laughs> you can throw it like in the back of your truck or whatever, okay. and it had like built-in padded padding in it but i was just looking at the r value and these guys are like no you need to get the backpacking one that gets real small so i ended <laughs> up taking that we showed up i go oh that's gonna take yeah, a lot of real estate was, in your bag there <laughs> i thought we were gonna ha have to hang that thing off the back of your pack because it, <laughs> it was, was not huge. fitting inside with everything else yeah so make sure whatever size you buy i think going to rei gives you a good idea of like how far down they compress down to and uh but when it compresses down you kind of want it to be the size of like i don't what do you what would you guys describe it as um 40 
<laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah, or like one of those Lysol, uh, Lysol wipe containers. Yeah, yeah it's kind of that yeah, size. That's yeah. like you guys, you guys can think like of a that, shorter yeah. version or of a paper towel roll. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. You don't want it to be too big. That's a good one, Ben. So Thermarest Neo Air X Lite yeah. is the name of his. 190 bucks. Our value of 4.2, which is kind of on the higher side. Um, I wouldn't say it's an extreme winter one. However, it is a cold environment one. Yeah, and like you can buy it and sleep on it in the summertime. It's not yeah. a big deal. It's you're still. It's yeah, I, I wasn't trying you. to go crazy R value because I knew we were uh, we were staying in a in a hot tent, three of us anyway. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I wasn't trying to get too crazy. I was a little worried, uh, if we're gonna be honest, about it holding up against like the ground. I didn't want to get punctured, but we were sleeping on up, some yeah. pretty uh, rough terrain whatever that well, nasty grass was well, that we were the, trying to dig up the ground was freaking frozen <laughs> Dude, solid it was, it was nuts um but yeah bear grass uh, yeah bear grass bear like grass, you're kind of right. chopping down that's but then good, it ended up being yeah. sharp but it, it, held, it held up, up so yeah, can't complain yeah just pick an area where there's obviously like not a lot of twigs and sharp things sticking out you want to kind of find like a soft mossy area if you can find it um but yeah all right good one ben and then joel what's your first item i had the my stove the msr wind burner yeah um it was great i loved it this is another rabbit hole like you get online and every the msr wind burner is kind of like a a better version of a jet boil i would say don't you think yeah it's i mean it'll boil water in like two minutes and it performed out there very well I mean, use it every day, right? Yep, use it every day. Uh, usually in the morning, dinner for all our food. Uh, I mean, it worked great. No, no flaws with it, really. Here's a good thing to also talk about. Talk about fuel canisters. How many did yeah. you go through? So I think we we didn't even go through one. We brought two. We each bought two. We each bought two. We didn't even go through one. What were but the? We bought the to, smaller ones, right? Yeah, because we had the ones that yeah, go inside the stove. Yes, is what I bought. Yes, but you do have to get the if you're going up in high elevation and you're going during rifle, which we did. You need to buy the ISO fuel, which is the it's part propane, part butane. And that's an all-weather fuel because the regular stuff will not burn when it's cold out. Yeah. So you got to make sure you got the right stuff for the right weather. The other thing, too, is like those were on limited supply going into season. Um, and you can't fly with and them. And you can't fly with them. So it's one of those things like, you know, obviously plan your logistics. But if you're driving, cool, you know, order them now and have them. Um, I'd say if you're going out for a week, two canisters should get you through just fine yeah mm -hmm. so. um however uh if you are flying um we flew into missoula and uh from there we went to sportsman's warehouse and i think that's well we actually bought them for us but someone, oh, we yeah. we bought them we had them shipped to his house that's right we yeah. bought them ahead and shipped to his house we have a buddy out in montana shout out to woo uh but you can also when we were at sportsman's warehouse i did see them there um so you can go somewhere like there yeah, and get but we, you go uh, we didn't want to wait till the last minute though because that's kind of that's a gamble if you're gonna yeah. fly out there and then yeah. if the, the shelves are empty then uh it's, you're having a short trip yeah it's then you're important screwed. to have a good stove out there because you never know what you're gonna run into with water you might have to boil water and drink it um you always got to worry about your food so it's important to have a, a good stove and that one worked very well I was happy with it. in you know 
the, my memory serves me correct. You were lighting that thing when we were at 7,000 feet of elevation all the way up at the top. And, and, and it was wind, yeah. probably 20 mile an hour winds. 15. I think that's where they shine. That's why they call them the wind burners because they, uh, that's their main thing when they, when it's windy out, they'll light in any condition. So yeah, it lit man. And it was, I mean, I bought that one. Like you bought a, that one. The head of it's like a Mr. Heater. Yeah. It's not like a jet boiler. It has the zigzags in it. It's like a Mr. Heater head. And it just, I mean, it, that thing just heats right up. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. I went out there with the jet boil, uh, mini mo and, um, I don't know. I just looked good online. So that's why I bought it. But, um, Did it I, work? Thought, I, mean, yeah. I thought it was good to have variety out there, you know, for, for whatever reason, if one didn't work, there's always redundancy built in. So mine was sputtering a little bit when you guys were running hot. So I was a little jealous, but yeah, I mean, that's the cool thing too, about this, this podcast episode is like, we're giving you guys a different variety of each one that we list off, listed off. Um, obviously what Joel had, I ended up buying the same one, but Ben had something different. All of our stuff did work. So if you have something currently or you're looking to save money somewhere, um, I mean, that mini mode did yeah, work and good for you. I use mine all the time. I use it for ice fishing. I use yeah. it in the duck blind. I use it in the deer blind. I use it to heat up coffee. Do you use it a lot after? Oh, yeah. Uh, anything. I mean, chicken noodle soup in the duck blind. Yeah. I work, uh, I work uh, essentially a construction job and. uh yeah, I fired up lunch one day with it. <laughs> yeah, I brought a mountain yeah. house to work because I didn't <laughs> have anything have any else left, to do. I so. have leftovers in the fridge. Just throw a pack it in and go. Yeah, that's the way to do it. All right, moving on. Um, second one that I have listed for me. This uh, again. I mean, everything. Every item that we list off, we did a shit ton of research on. This one um, actually came to market just before I left to go out to Montana and it was the stone glacier, uh, gators, which are called the SQ two Alpines. I freaking love those things. They're pretty pretty badass. Like when I got those out and I was putting them on Joel, I mean, you don't have to tell the company, but yours ripped, right? Yeah. They, uh, last about halfway through the trip. And then one of the, screw it. Tell um, tell the company. No, both of, both of ours did. Joel and I had the same ones. Yeah. Just we both had the same issue. Um, they worked great except for the very bottom clip where it hooks into your shoelace. Yeah. Ripped out of mine. Day one. And it ripped out of Ben's mm-hmm. and someone else we know. So three. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, that was really the only part that didn't work on him, but that's kind of an important part. We went through some shit terrain. So like that, that's the thing. It's like when I put mine on, I felt like, damn, that these things might be overkill. When I, <laughs> I will have to say when we, me and Lee crossed some creeks, we probably, we, it was the same creek, but we crossed it like 20 times. Yep. And I was fine all the way up until about over my uh, calf. And then Lee went right through, never got wet, and mine got soaked. Because mine are the type that fit uh, real tight to your – well, I have big calves as it is. But, yeah. <laughs> but they fit real tight to your calves. And uh, when I went over top of that, my whole leg just got wet. Mine came up to about four inches below the, pretty high, the, inf- yeah. Yeah, the inferior portion of my patella kind of thing. Like, Yours are almost like a muck boot. What does that mean in English, though? <laughs> All right, just below your knee. It's like, okay. the, like the bottom <laughs> okay. of your knee, like on your shin, like four inches okay. down from there. Like That's where mine came up to. I thought it was overkill. And the other thing, too, which was badass on these things, is on the bottom where the rope wraps underneath your boot, it's like um, it's the same cord that they use on like parachutes. So it's extremely tough, extremely durable. It never frayed going over all that rock shale, nothing like that. Like it was solid. The other cool thing that I'll say is, um, 
the Velcro on there is powerful. Yeah. I mean, that Velcro, you really got to crank on that thing to pull the Velcro off. But uh, we, the Gators, we, we all wore Gators and I'm glad we did because every morning there was dew, there was snow. Yep. We had to go through cricks. Yep. And that was one of those items where guys were like, ah, do you need them? Do you not need them? A lot of guys don't wear them. Oh, I wear them. I I mean, even like, so when we got back and we were deer hunting on those mornings where that wet snow was out there, or you had to walk through that tall grass with all that dew, dude, I put those bad boys on and I loved them. It's, it's nice. It keeps your pant leg right tight against your boots. Yep. And get in there. Yep. Um, and I'll say like Joel said, just to echo what he said, is uh we crossed a creek probably 20 times and i crossed it the, probably the second to last time and i felt a little bit of water on the top of my boot but it was pretty deep but it point. was deep running fast water and, and like this wasn't no creek that you could like jump hop and skip out of like in two three steps like we were walking in it for probably a good 20 to 30 seconds to get all the way to the other side so for it to hold out rushing water out of my boots on top of that i was super impressed again that is stone glacier sq2 alpine gators uh they're 129 dollars. if you do research on other gators that are in the market that's kind of like at the higher end of what some people will pay will will pay uh but i will say dude shout out to stone glacier i love them damn things so $129, get you some. They're worth it. All right, Joel, number two, you got down footwear. Um, I had crispy boots, the Nevada Legend GTX leather. Um, they were awesome. Um, there's a little bit of a break-in period on them. Um, I did a lot of hiking ahead of time to break them in, but once they were broken in. Tell me when you bought them. So our trip was in uh, end of October, beginning of November. And when did you buy those things? I think I bought them. I think it was right around this time last year. So I had all of spring and all of summer to break them in. And I would wear them as much as I could during all my training. Anytime I throw the pack on with weight in it, I'd throw the boots on. I did a little bit of training on the treadmill with them, walked down the road. Once they were broken, those things, I mean, they, they were flawless out there. They were, I mean, just warm, breathable. Uh, they had a great grip on them and just everything you could ask for. They're, they're like, a, they're not, I think they're like a mid-range stiffness. Yeah. But it was perfect for out there. Like it had just enough yeah. to go up and down the hills and it was just, they're a great boot. I love it. What kind of, uh, so yours were insulated for 200 grams? Yeah, 200 gram. And then I think I had the six inch. So the shorter ones. Okay. And then you just wore like a Merino wool sock under there or. Yeah, I think I had, uh, I had a pair of Kuyu socks. Uh, I think it was, they were the medium and then some first light socks, which both worked great with the boot my i never really had any problem with uh my feet at all yeah no blisters um didn't have a problem with them getting wet they dry everything dried out what about sitting and glassing uh feet stayed warm yeah yeah and i would say temperatures in the beginning of the week were definitely obviously in the 20s the first two days and then after that i would say low 30s i mean footwear can make and break your trip if you got blisters if you're having issues i mean these things, I, I don't know if, I mean, I don't know if they work for everyone, but they worked great for me. Uh, the other thing too, is like people were like, like you can't, obviously if you live out West or you live in like hill country, um, here in the Midwest, like that's probably the best way to test them out. 
and I was a little worried about that. Like we don't have some big hills mm-hmm. where we live that's pretty flat downstate. But I, that was the only thing that I was worried about is like, yeah, they held up good here. Um, but I was worried about when we got in the mountains, pretty some some pretty steep elevation, and my feet they never got really good support. Yeah, me. yeah, never yeah. got blisters, nothing like that. And we were at, at one point on the hike in, we were hauling probably sixty to seventy pounds in our pack. Yeah, on the way in and. The support was great on them boots. Yeah. Going downhill. Yeah. And there's some pretty pretty rowdy terrain that we got into. Um, I know the one day where you guys were down in that creek you guys were just talking about, we were up on the on the ridge, trying to get onto the ridge, but we are side hilling for probably about, I don't know, an hour and a half. Um, I don't have the same boots. I can't remember for the life of me what my boots are, but um, but the support i mean you need it out there and the yeah. stiffness you got sneezed didn't you the same ones as yeah Brian's? yeah but i got uh i also got insulated because my my tootsies get cold yeah so. yeah i mean that's another debate is like do you get insulated or not insulated i had insulated um same ones as joel's crispy nevadas um i think i got a little bit thicker insulation but i don't know that's up for debate but anyways they were insulated and um my feet never got like too hot in them or too sweaty uh, for my environment, that was pretty, pretty spot on. The the boots and the merino wool, it just, it was great. It's great, man. It just dries out, feet dry out. I don't even think I ever took my boots off the whole time. Like when we're, when I throw them on for the day, I would not take them off until we were done for the day. Oh, dude, it's like home. I never never had to dry them out or take them off ever. I was comfortable, man. I was super I mean, we we brought the camp shoes because we thought maybe uh, we'd need them, but honest to God, I could have done without the camp shoes because those boots are pretty, yeah. pretty darn comfortable. Pretty so. comfortable. Put it on your list of things not to bring next time. Well, then that's <laughs> the one thing you want. Uh, the classic the classic pack and conundrum, I guess. But Live without items. Yeah. All right, Ben, number two with you. Let's talk about headlamps. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I've owned a lot of headlamps in my life, um, but I always got the cheapest ones i could find i guess but um i decided to splurge uh when i went on this trip because i mean worst case scenario you're coming back in the dark i mean you need to be able to see um or go or going out in the dark in the morning that is true but i feel like coming back in the dark you just there's so much more sense of urgency yeah sure um so (laughs) we got into a little bit of a a pickle. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Joel, Joel and Lee were down by the fire. We were trying to get off this ridge. Uh, me, me, uh, Brian and Wu. We'll say that for another podcast, but yeah, you're, yeah. you're happy. You had good, good headlamps. Yeah. So we, uh, we pretty much had to come down this, uh, side of this mountain in the dark um everyone was very exhausted the trail was steep as hell um ain't no way we were getting down there without light um so i was really glad i i splurged on that uh on the headlamp i got what is that a petzl um Arctic core. Arctic core. There you go. How many Four, lumens was that? 450 lumens and looks like it paid around 70 bucks for it. Um, I have no idea the range for headlamps, um, like price range. But I'd say that's like mid-range because yeah. like you see some for like 30, 40 bucks. Um, yeah. I mean, Petzl's always been around. I mean, you see it on uh, Alpine videos, mountaineering videos, documentaries. Like these guys are relying on Petzl's for you know, climbing way taller than what we did. But, um, I think it like for, I mean, it held up good, right? Oh yeah, dude. It, it, 
It was like uh, I had headlights in front of me. Like I was driving my truck. Um, and the cool thing was is that um, the batteries that came with it, um, it fits like either, I think it's like three uh, AAAs, um, but it comes as like a rechargeable battery. Oh, lithium but in case, ion? But in case that goes bad, like it, it oh, still fit. Both? It can yeah. still fit oh, like three cool. AAAs. So I brought three AAAs in my backpack just in case like my rechargeable battery went dead if I accidentally had it on I, in the pack or whatever. I will say when I was looking for headlamps for going out there speaking of rechargeable yeah. i was looking for not rechargeable one because i had so much other electronics to charge i didn't have to worry about i didn't want to have to worry about my headlamp recharging it okay so i just yeah. went with a one that just you know i think it was three triple a's yeah. you could put in there and i do have other headlamps that are rechargeable but i had so much other stuff to charge i didn't have to want to worry about yeah. charging that too that's why i like this one had both um someone was telling me though there's a headlamp that they got that had a that had a protective shield over like the on button so it didn't get turned on in your pack during the day that's nice i can't remember which one it was now but um mine in order to turn it on you got to click it twice oh now that's nice so so if you just push it on once um if you hit it one time it turns like green you know what to be honest with you the one that i used god damn i can't remember the name of it's in my pack right there but uh i got the uh if you listen to this, uh, the traditional bow hunting and wilderness podcast by Jason Samkowiak on YouTube does a great review on his, um, uh, his headlamp shout out to him. That's the one I bought, whatever he recommended on YouTube. So any of you guys listening to this traditional bow hunting and wilderness podcast, I loved it. It's like, it looks like a lipstick, uh, or like a chapstick. Mm-hmm. It's like a tube shape. And, uh, that was the one that I put on my head and it was nice because if you think about it, like a cylinder up on your forehead, you can rotate it just within this like rubber stop and you can, you know, if you want to adjust it up more or adjust it down more, um, it worked great. Same, similar thing. I could charge it or I did bring a backup battery just in case. So it runs on two types of batteries. Um, I, I like the ones that have less options. I yes. Just like, I just like to turn it on. Yeah. The ones that have like three different light settings. Yeah. Amen to that. Blue, green, yeah. red. Right. I know they use it for tracking and stuff, yeah. but I just like the ones where you hit one time. Yeah, we didn't have off. to worry about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say, though, if you do have a cheap one at home, bring that one as your backup, you know, out west, or if you are going on a backpack kind of trip, it doesn't weigh that much. Put it in a Ziploc bag. Yeah, um, I have the one headlamp that I know that always turns on. It yep. always works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put it in your bag just in case, um, but that's a, probably a good item to have as backup because, shit, man, I mean the headlamps can get lost uh fall your pack easy fall off your head turn on dude that's yeah my, or that's turn my on. biggest worry is that turn yeah. on in the pack and then uh you know if you don't have spare batteries then you're then and, you're screwed and you got to think once or if you do get an animal down you're you know you're going all night so oh man and i feel like like uh we were alluding to earlier yeah like when you're going out early in a hunt like yeah you use your headlamp for a little bit but because it'll eventually get daylight but when you're coming down you get in a pinch and it's getting dark that's when you need the light and that's when like you need your stuff to work yeah when you're when you're balancing on the knife edge of like emergency or not like you, you need your stuff to work so. well and when we go over it on another podcast future podcast episode one day i think you know you and brian can kind of talk about your guys' situation <laughs> that you guys are in but i mean things like that you're just like hey this is why i at the time when i'm sitting at my laptop it feels uncomfortable to hit purchase or buy yeah. because it's a lot of money 
but you're like, holy shit, yeah. I'm thankful that I spend the extra money yeah. on X, Y, or Z, or whatever that item is. Because when you're, yeah, when you're sitting on the knife edge between um, a normal day and an emergency, you know, those extra few bucks can kind of tip it back to to the to the regular day side of life instead of uh, the emergency hit the nine one one button. So yeah, just a, a side note. I like how all of our beers tonight are Michigan beers. Did you notice that? Well, yeah. Joel, Joel, Joel started with oh, one. Oh, he yeah. started with a two-hearted. We got two-hearted and Oberon here, yeah. so um, shout-out to Bells. and uh, Two-hearted one Bells? like uh, Bells. national. <laughs> <laughs> two one like national uh, beer, yeah, beer like three years yeah. ago. Oh, dude. If you're if you're in Michigan, you don't you don't have, you know, your loins aren't saying and crack a two-hearted. You you're not in Michigan. And a shout-out, because I went to school out in Kalamazoo, so uh, Bells is pretty close to my heart. Oh, Grande yeah. is like my, my own person favorite holiday of the year i feel like bells should are like too hard it should be like underneath the welcome the michigan sign almost you know there you go god i love it there you go all right my next item so that's two out of each of us uh we're giving you guys three items my third item dude i i, I have a smile on my face when i have this item because <laughs> it just worked <laughs> to see you guys without this was miserable <laughs> but uh all right, so it seems over the top, and I felt super weird buying it. Like, it, it could have been overkill. But I will say I bought a pack or a rain cover for my pack, and I bought Kuyu. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna all going to talk about our packs later or later on in this episode. But I bought the Kuyu brand. And listen, Kuyu has sales many times throughout the years. They have discounted outlet items. They have... Hey, four days only, whatever, Father's Day. I mean, excuse me, other companies have these kind of sales too. If you ever see a rain cover on sale, buy the damn thing. Just buy it. Just buy it. <laughs> I bought it and I had it in my pack. So it was one of those days, like, it was towards the end of the week. It was like the last two days, right? Yeah. Last two, three days. But one day where we saw it pissed, it pissed rain all day long. And From I sun up to sundown, just a steady, sundown. steady rain. I'm pretty sure I bought it before I got on the plane back home. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, it was, it was the, the first thing that I bought when I got done with that trip. Dude, the first thing. <laughs> those packs, they're made to repel water, but when you're in an all day rain, it just it seeps in, and everything in my pack by the end of the day was soaked. And these was dry, and I was so jealous. Not Mine only, was not dry. only is it that your pack's wet and everything in it is wet and that's like it's hard to get stuff out and everything inside's wet it's the weight yeah. of your pack when that water seeps in that's a good and point soaks everything in dude you're carrying probably 10 more pounds i bet it i mean man it's silly like when you get the thing out of the pack you're like i spent you know 40 bucks on this but i'm telling you yeah. It, it doesn't give a shit what color is available or what color is on sale. Buy the damn thing. You guys are going to be so happy you bought it. I I, I got a Kuyu one. Um, obviously, that would fit really probably on any pack, to be honest with you, because they're like elastic and they're stretchy. Yeah. It looks like you, a... It cuts down on your dry bags, because you can just throw that in That's yeah. true. over top, because I had a bunch of stuff in dry bags, and if you had that pack cover, you literally didn't need as many dry yeah. bags. Yeah. Uh, Joel, and, Joel and I are both uh, half Polish, and it reminds me of a babushka. 
babushka <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that my grandma would put over her hair, you know? Yeah, it has the elastic. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, hers was see-through. It but have a little yeah, hole get yourself a barrel to go through. What's that? It has a little hole for your gun barrel to go through. It's got a hole yeah. for your gun barrel. And then, like I said, it's elastic. So it's like, you don't think it's going to stay on your pack, but like it's like a bungee cord. So like when you pull it out and it goes around your pack, it it's sucks like it down shell. tight. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a pack babushka. <laughs> yeah. I think I think I got an orange one. No. No, yours well, wasn't orange because I got was orange. It green? It was green. Yeah. Okay. You got, yeah, yours was Well, green. orange is cool because if you're gun hunting, that helps because you're you've got more hunter orange on yep. your pack and you can kind of see that. Um Orange must not have been on sale when I bought it. Like I oh, said, it's green. I was staring at it for like four hours. <laughs> You're just loving it, weren't you? But yeah, man, Watching like the water just beat yeah. right off of it. Dude, take a take a page out of your your grandma's uh, you know babushka <laughs> going to church because she's onto something. Like she didn't want her yeah. hair to get wet, so when yep. she took it off at church, like you know that her, that hair was still glossy and nice. Oh yeah. And how was your pack when when you took <laughs> oh, that dude, off? Dude, I felt bad for you guys because yeah, like yeah. like. When we got back to Woo's and we were drying out packs, right? You guys had like puddles in the bottom yeah. of your packs. Yeah. It was bad. It was bad. It was real bad. It was wet. Yeah. So it was the kind of day where um, we are about to go somewhere else and to go hunt. And then we were just kind of like, man, but, yeah. but cheese sticks and a beer at the <laughs> local bar. Nachos. So, nachos. Nachos right. at the local bar sounds so much better. <laughs> oh, man. That was, that like was the kind of all day rain that it was. Yeah. So $40. Uh, that was when it was on sale. So if you guys do see those sales with a, um, you know, if it's the, the pack company that you bought your pack from jump on it. Um, I do think other companies pack, uh, or rain covers will work. Um, but spend the $40 or like normally like if they're not on sale, Ben, do you know what you paid like 60 maybe? I don't know. I can't. It seems like a lot for something. I don't have but a memory for numbers. Yeah. So it, you're it's talking worth the person. All right, Joel, we're going to move on to your number three item. Mine was an insulated Nalgene holder. So a little uh, holder on the side of my pack, the belt that comes around, it would a little holder right on the side there. So I didn't have to take my pack off every time I wanted to take a drink. And it was great. Um, It was nice because when I was hiking, you could just pull it out, take a drink, put it back in. And it didn't get real. We didn't have some real severe weather when we were out there, but um, it was insulated. And I hear people's uh, water freezing up out there, and it is insulated. But uh, all the research I did, everyone's like, every every time I went to take a drink, because you can't really run camelbacks out there because the hose freezes that time of year. So you have to have it somewhere. And I just had it right on the side of my hip there. So I just pull it out every time. You could just take a swig of water as you're going down the trail, which was great. I'll say this, man. Like, that was an item that I wish I had because anybody who has carried a pack for a long period of time, it's painful. And the last thing you want to do is, like, if you want to take a drink, is to take your pack off just to grab your Nalgene bottle to put your pack back on. The, like, the pack back on thing, man. It's almost better to keep it oh, on and like lean man. against a tree yes. or something. So like if my Nalgene bottle was on my hip like Joel's was, well, that would have been I great. getting Lee's out for him. Yeah, Joel's yeah. was always... Back exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. Where I had yeah. mine, so I had it on the right side, I believe, and yeah, I just pulled it right out. And I didn't have to... Re- it was like right there. I didn't have to reach behind me at all, and it was just great. It's right there on the side of the hip. So we did the... Uh, for this trip we did like the the week before maybe two weeks before uh we met at joel's house we did the pack dump yeah we we uh kind of went over all the stuff that we had and i saw uh 
that holster that now the Nelgene holster that Joel was talking about. So I picked myself up one for the trip and, uh, uh, mine wasn't insulated, but it, I mean, that thing, it was worth its weight in gold. Yeah. I mean, that if Joel wasn't getting mine out or if I was like a few, you know, 50, 60 yards ahead of Joel and we stopped or we were glassing or something like that. Or if I just needed a quick drink, man, like your shoulders ache and they hurt so bad. And like, it sounds, it sounds very simple to take your pack off and get your water bottle and then put your pack back on it's harder than you think when it's <laughs> when you've been carrying it all day and you're just like, son of a bitch, I got to take my pack off just yeah, to get my water. Like towards the end of the day and you just want to put some miles on. Yeah. You know, you're done hunting and you just want to get back. Mm -hmm. you sure. Miles on. You don't want to stop every, you know, right. Every couple miles to take your pack off. You just yeah. keep on going, pull it out, take a swig and keep going. Yeah. I mean that, and that was like 20 bucks and that, yeah, you know, it's cheap. It's yeah, stupid. It was, like, that, it was like 16. Yeah. That's stupid. I didn't get that. that I, I mean, that's something <laughs> I'm definitely getting. All right, that was a good one. Joel, that rounds you out for your three. Ben, uh, yeah, bring us home with your last one here. All right, so... This one sits close to home, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we talked a, a lot about uh, Moreno already, but um, the one that really... Moreno? Moreno, whatever. You guys are throwing shade at me <laughs> for... Moreno? Moreno. Yeah, Moreno. Moreno. Like Amarillo. Yeah, sure. Moreno, whatever. <laughs> that wool, <laughs> that good wool. I don't know. Um, but the uh, Moreno boxers, man. Oh, yeah. Um, Especially if you're out in country for a few days. Yeah. So, yeah, we did an extended trip, and uh, I brought just two pair with me. And, um, man, with a little, uh, little, you know, your shower wipe in the morning or whatever, um, all day. I mean, I wouldn't dare wear a pair of uh undies yeah <laughs> around for more than a couple days but uh yeah i'm going up turkey hunting with my buddy uh for an extended weekend and we were talking about gear and i told him that was my number one thing i'm like if you want to you know lighten your pack i was like just just wear one pair oh, of boxers and yeah oh my god they're like it's like a cloud oh merino is like i i mean if you change if you have merino underwear on you wake up every day it's like a fresh shave and shower man you're like you feel good down there uh you know when you get in your sleeping bag at, at night you don't have certain odors that might be like damn you know what i mean like marine anyone else has to worry about your odors. Yeah, that's right because if you're sharing a tent <laughs> and on a trip like that it's gonna there, there's some tight quarters you know yeah so your your buddy's probably thanking you more for you wearing they merino than they, than you actually are they're supposed to not hold any odor yeah. they're supposed to be an, yeah. i think they're antimicrobial so Get, it's like getting rid of the stink yeah exactly the thing that mm -hmm. like typically stinks after a few days i mean if you think of like a pair of like under armor boxers after you work out like and you sweat in them for a little bit that's just that's just a few hours yeah and and like i mean there's some stank on that yeah and i mean nice when you're up when you're up in the mountains you're putting up just as much work as like a oh, yeah. in, a, oh, in yeah. a gym you yeah, know they, you're you're they dry sweating. right out that's the nice part about they dry it. out yeah that's right so if you stop in glass like you don't feel like you have swamp ass yep. or anything like that like you're doing well uh, in that department, which I think is a, a serious, that could, I mean, if you're chafing or you're in a bad spot there, chafing, will put you down. That'll put you down. Like I mean, that'll ruin your, that'll ruin your day. There's, I mean, think of the worst chafing experience you've ever had. Mine's, <laughs> mine's been, I couldn't walk like, you know, a few hundred yards. Imagine being up in the mountains and dealing with that. You know what I mean? That might be an overshare. I don't know. Walking with your legs wide. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and like, again, it's insane. Like if, if you talk to your wife or whoever and you're like, yeah, man, I spent 
I spent $45 on a pair of underwear. Yeah. But it's, I'm telling you, it is so worth it. And like, like Ben said, like he brought two pairs. I brought two pairs that was for seven days in the mountains. Like that'll get you through. And that is actually the same amount that I brought to Alaska. And that was there for two weeks. And what I did there was I took my Merinos and washed them in a stream. And then like, when you got back to camp, you, they dry, they dry, mm-hmm. they dry so far. they dry overnight. So like, like you're good to go. Like you can rinse them out. Like in the, then when you put them back on, if you are worried for whatever, some kind of like, uh, you know, bacteria on it, if you just rinse them in a, in a stream and you've got some kind of like, uh, like, a like a, like a shampoo or like a bar soap on you, you can just rub them on the areas that you think might stink a little bit more, let them hang up and dry out and you're good to go. And they're super light, which is nice. Yeah. So it's not like and they're, they're warm. Yeah. 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 That's a good point too. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's a triple threat. Uh, no stink. It's, it's comfortable and it's warm. Yeah. Dude, I warm for you need it. Yeah. To be honest. I wore mine, uh, ice fishing this year, uh, skiing, yeah, things like yeah. that. Like, oh yeah. Like, I have a, it ain't I like you got to wear them just in hunting season. I was just yeah. talking to I'm about board, this. No. I'm like, man, I don't know if I want to wear mine that often cause they're so expensive. <laughs> I want to wear them yeah. out. Oh dude. That's like, that's like, <laughs> our, like a fine line. That, you know? Dude. It's like our version of fancy lingerie. Like we, <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's our merino wool. So, all right. That's a good one. All right. And then we're going to wait, hold on. I think that we should go through uh, like just an honorable mention, just a quick rapid fire honorable mention. All right. I got one. Yeah, I know you do. (laughs) Uh, I'll start with mine. Um, Dude, if there's one thing that I was so happy to get into, it was like, I don't know, man. It was like Christmas morning. It was like Christmas morning. And when I got it out, it was like getting into my bed. It was so, I was so excited to pull it out every day (laughs) in times when I needed it. And I would gloat about it for probably, I don't know, the next 20 minutes after having it on. And, uh, that was my puffy jacket. That's literally, we called it puffy time. Oh, that's all Lee talked about. Puffy time was like almost like dinner time. If I had a dollar for every time he was talking about his puffies during this trip, I could have probably paid for my trip. Oh dude, my puffy jacket. Insane. What? Listen, insane. What I spent on that. But listen, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you guys exactly what I got. Um, Well, uh, he looks it up. I will tell you this: that I got the. I I just got the like the off brand um uh, composite, so it wasn't full down. Uh, Uncompavre. Uncompavre. Yeah. Yeah. So that's first light, right? Yeah, first light. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And I was kind of, I was pretty jealous of of Lee's setup there. So what I got, okay, is Stone Glacier again. Shout out Stone Glacier. I got their their Grumman's um, puffy jacket, and. I, his eyes are lighting up right now, dude. I can see the whites around yeah. his entire eyes. Dude, like, I treat that thing. I treat that thing. It is hung up in my personal walk-in closet in my bat in my bedroom. And dude, when I walk in there and I see that thing, it's like a, I don't know. It's like hey, a. So one night we we uh, started a fire and it was pretty cold out. Oh yeah. And Lee's like, man, I'm getting pretty cold. And I go, why don't you throw your puffy on? He goes, I'm not wearing that thing around the fire. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> He's right. like, it could crackle and uh, a flame could come off and burn it. I'm not wearing them that embers thing. that yeah. flowed down. I was worried about them embers coming on me. And I'll tell you what, that ruined my day if that got ruined. I wouldn't know what to do with myself. I feel like you're gonna end up like uh, retiring that that puffy, like hanging it up in the rafters to this barn that we're in right now. I mean, there's a time and place to pull it out. Like when you pull it out, you don't want to be, I mean, you don't want to be going through thick brush. Obviously you don't want to be, um, kind of moisture. Yeah. (laughs) You don't want to be like in moisture. You don't want to break down a bunch of like branches and shit like that, but it is the grooming down jacket. 
It is $350, which is insane to think about to spend. But I'm telling you, when I put that thing on, it, I was warm and shit. It, and like, you could feel the heat coming up on your neck almost like when you put that thing on. So I love that. That is 850 fill of power goose down. <laughs> on the inside Power goose that's what it says man it's got 15 it's uh, fancy. It, it is extremely extremely light and the other cool thing everyone listening to this it packs down to the size of a beer can i don't know if you guys remember that when i used to pull it out yeah you remember the the pack or the <laughs> How can we forget? dude when you when you pull that thing out it was like i i mean there's a smile on my face every time i grab that thing out so if you got the extra coin you are going in some extremely cold environments spend the money on a puffy jacket i went with the stone glacier i was super happy with it that's the grooman uh down jacket and um i did pretty much every time we stopped Anytime we'd have to throw our puppies on because yeah. it was, if we we're glassing, yeah, I mean, it was not cool. moving. Yeah. 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 But I mean, not even glad, like if you're just taking like a 15 minute lunch, yeah. you know, you're throwing that puffy on to keep, keep your, uh, keep your heat in. It's like a good recharge. Like yeah. you've been walking for a while, you, you get food in you, you get hydrated. And if, if you throw your puffy on and you get warm, it's good to start hiking then um, kind of like a refresh. Like, you know, you got a full stomach and you're good to go. Uh, you know, take your puffy off, obviously, before you start hiking again or else you get really hot. But, oh, just, but just sitting there, you're not yeah. shivering and it, like your, your meal and your break time is enjoyable. Mm -hmm. you know I mean, you're not, you're not, you're not super cold. So that was my honor, honorable mention. Um, I love it. Joel, you get one off the bed. You yeah, got me to go. One off the top of my okay. head. The long handled spoon. Oh, 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 now we're talking. Yes. Yeah. Your little stoves, they're pretty, you know, they're, they're pretty deep and uh, you don't want to get your, you don't want to get your knuckles all covered. Well, not the stove, but the, the packets. Well, yeah. I mean, anything to get yeah. down there, depending on what you're eating, but to get down in those packets or the stove, I mean, it, yeah, man. I mean that long, uh, that's another honorable mention. If, if you haven't mentioned an honorable mention, you could talk about food. Yeah. But, uh, but okay. yeah, so, so that long spoon was great. It was... Uh, I have a titanium one, and it's lightweight. Yeah. It's long. It was a spork, right? Like you used to get at lunch. Oh, no, a I had a spoon. I like the spoon better. Oh, I got a spork. Oh, Mine was a spork. I like the spoon. You can scrape a little bit more out the bottom if you had a spoon. <laughs> you okay. get a little bit of everything out, and yeah. then uh, you don't get your knuckles all dirty. You don't get that scent. That's right. You. That's right. I yep. mean, they're not that expensive, but it's a must have out there. I was, it, I think they're like seven bucks. They, they're light. They're they are worth. worth they are totally worth it. Funny. Yeah, that's a good one, Joel. Wow, that was a good one. Yeah, that's that's a decent one. Um, yeah, food's a good one. Um, what were you gonna say? Go ahead. Um, yeah, I was gonna. I guess it's kind of cheap, but I was gonna piggyback off yours, Lee. Uh, like when we, I was talking about the boots earlier, I have like bad circulation in my digits. So, um, my feet and my fingers get cold easily. And I picked up a, a pair of, uh, of, uh, puffy mittens from first light and yeah, they're they're uh they were they were expensive for gloves. I think they were over a hundred dollars for gloves, but they were, I mean, every single time there's times I'd put them on when I was hiking. Oh, because, I remember when you pulled them out. my, because my fingers get cold, um, when I'm, when I'm out doing stuff. Yeah. And it's hard to get your hands warmed up once they get cold. Yeah. yeah. And I'll say this, man, I remember the first time you pulled them out, it was at the top of that peak on that windy day. We went up on that Rocky shale Yep, I know and, exactly and, what you're talking about. and you stopped and you pulled those out and like, 
I mean, my hands were starting to feel at that point because the wind was just cutting through you, man. And like, you know, your, your hands, it's like your blood supply. It's the first thing that's going to, you know, your blood is going to go away from to keep everything else warm. But, uh, you whip those things out and I was like, man, I, I wish I had something like yeah. that. And like, I, I mean, I work outside every day, like even throughout the winter doing construction, but, um, like, I don't know, we're kind of baby because like we always have a piece of machinery. We always uh, warm our fingers up on the exhaust. I mean, when you're up on the mountain, obviously you don't have that. So you gotta, I, I saw those, uh, those glass and mittens and I, I went for it and I, I buy them like three times over, I think. And, so, well, I mean, I, and just to end the, end this podcast and go out and one more thing that I think we all agree on is, um, you know, we all enjoyed our Buffalo mash. <laughs> oh, the, the bison mash. Bison mash. Sorry. Bison, bison masher. B- yeah. The bison peak, masher from, peak, um, peak refuel. Yeah. Oh, peak refuel, yeah. It's the best one. I, I bought two of them and like, man look forward to it in days in advance because i had all my i had all my meals labeled out like day one day two and i knew the bison mash was in like the fourth day (laughs) (laughs) i was like looking forward to it oh that is the best meal that is the it's the meal of kings it is amazing that is a we all we all had it and we all agreed that was the best anybody listening to this whether you ice fish you deer hunt you grab you had you were skeptical about dehydrated food it's like a it's like a shepherd's pie. Oh, it's, it's goodness in a in a oh, bag man. that just brings you home. <laughs> you you uh, even if you're out in the elements and you're cold and you you just close your eyes and you eat that for oh, man five minutes, you're just like, dang, this is good. And like, it's hard to get some of those uh, uh, you know dehydrated and freeze dried food to taste good. Man, that I mean, I could eat one right now. It's so good. Yeah. So anybody listening to this. That's a good one. That is in limited quantity. Oh my gosh. Because I, you Chad, can never find it. That's a Chad Mendez one that yeah. he sponsors and brings out through Peak Refuel. I don't know how available yeah, it is. I one with my pack. That's why. I, that's right. I found one on a fluke. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I was I was uh, at a at a place this weekend, and they they had a bunch of uh, a bunch of dehydrated packs, but they did not have a bison masher. Yeah. I looked twice. So, all right. All right. Well, that's a hot tip for you guys. If you're looking for a good flavor of food. Um, yeah. Anything. We talk about the pack. I am. Let's talk about the packs on the next podcast. When we, when we go through with Brian and everything, cause Brian can, can contribute with his pack that he got. Cause he, he had a different kind of setup than we did. And, uh, I mean, cause packs, you can really talk about for a long time. We're already at 50 minutes. So, um, yeah. Anything in closing you guys want to send off with? Uh, I hope we get to, uh, do it over, <laughs> do it over again. Yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> well, it's on the that. tip of our tongue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't want to jinx it, but we'll, we're hoping to get back out there soon. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to getting back out there and using all the gear and, uh, improving on the gear. You can always improve on it. Yeah. Yeah. Find uh, Yeah. That's a good tip. That's a good, good thing to bring up, Joel. Like, look, look at your guys's gear, test it out ahead of time. Think about your past seasons, what worked well, what didn't work well. And then, um, you know, obviously if you, if you, if you can find three items to really improve on, hopefully you heard something today that, that will hit home with you, but you know, spend the money, you know, pay once, cry once kind of thing. Um, you pay for what you get. That's what I think. Yeah. Right. And if you don't pay, that's the price you pay for not paying. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. So, <laughs> we're just got some one liner here, yeah. but all right, everybody, uh, you know, as always, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and, uh, thanks for listening.